0: It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group with financial advisors, Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory.
1: Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Kern, and Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett, and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College Adult and Graduate Study. Welcome to another episode of Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we're helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. Thank you so much for being with us. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host. I'm also one of the certified financial planners on the show. With me in the KFG Studios, certified financial planners Kevin Corhorn and CFP CPA
0: Ryan Fair. Yeah, I am afraid the new tax laws might be making it a little more difficult for folks to prepare their own returns this year, even if that's something that you might have done in the past. And so on today's episode, we're going to tell you what to look out for when it comes to preparing your taxes. That's right. And uh, we've got a full queue of
1: tax questions we're going to be hitting as the show moves on, So, and we're starting with one from Nicole. So if you have any questions, reach out to us. We'd love to help. We'd love to address it on an upcoming episode. You can call or text us, 574-222-2000. Call or text 574 222 You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com, and submit a question right there on the right. Also, catch up on previous episodes, anything that you missed there. And then social media is another way to interact with the show. You can submit questions that way. You can catch up on previous episodes as well. Every episode's on the YouTube channel. So check us out there or on Facebook or on Twitter. Just search Wise Money Radio. Okay, Ryan, thanks for being with us. You are a regular. Uh, you're a regular now. On the Wise Money Show, he's yes. a regular guy. <laughs> okay, so so just real real quick, who are you, and and just tell us something new. What do, what what don't we know about you,
2: man? Something new. All right, so I'm Ryan Fair. Uh, been here at this group since 2001. Started a long time ago. Uh, married my wife Elon. Happily married, I guess. My wife Elon and uh, <laughs> two guess. amazing kids. Oh,
0: Ryan! <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I yes, should add oh that. Yeah, you okay, know what okay, I God. mean? Yes. Okay.
2: So, uh, so yeah. No, nothing. Nothing too too exciting in my life. Two of amazing. the
0: most delightful little children you'd ever yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're although awesome. the youngest one, who is so cute, did not want to sit on <laughs> Santa's lap this year. And when I say she did not want to sit on Santa's lap this year. She did not.
2: Well, and this was Santa Corhorn at yeah, the company right. party <laughs> too, yeah. if, mind you. She had no problem with the real Santa.
1: The uh, <laughs> there is something new about you. So a month ago, when Notre Dame hockey played Michigan hockey, you yeah. were in attendance, right? My first hockey game and, at I mean, the stadium. Yeah. How and how, how do you follow that, really? Uh, so that's true. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be tough to top. It was fun. M- maybe a Irish victory. That for the would next have one. helped. Yeah. All right. We are happy to have Ryan on the show. We're going to be talking about taxes today. We're launching the, this hour with a question from Nicole. Nicole's 43 from Edwardsburg. Here's what she asked. For the past several years, I've prepared my own tax return for my family. However, this year, I'm a little nervous about um, that due to the tax law changes. What should I look out for if I'm doing my own return? Or do you think I should have a CPA do them this year? Good question. We're yeah. actually going to be breaking that down a little bit more, but what's making it so complicated this year? So, why would it be risky to prepare your own taxes this year? Yeah, I mean,
2: I one of the first things that I that jumps out at me is just all of the changes this year. So, there's changes every year, but this year there's more than more than normal. It's actually the biggest year of tax changes since the mid-80s. And that's just changing things up for people. The first thing that I think of is the number of new forms. So this year, the IRS, remember they said, we're going to make it super easy. You're going to be able to file your returns on a postcard. And they did. They shrunk down the 1040 to a half page front and back. Still prints on a full sheet of paper, but it's the size of a postcard or a half sheet of paper. What they didn't tell you, though, is that they added six new schedules. That has all of the information from the original 1040. So unbelievable.
0: Yeah, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, we're from the government and we're here to help. <laughs> yes. So,
2: so they took a, a one-page 1040 and they turned it into a seven-page uh, 1040 and. People are just confused. sounds
0: simpler to me. Yeah, and, and they also said they were gonna simplify the tax brackets and they were gonna go from seven to five and they went from seven, seven to, to seven. seven. Yep. And um, so uh, But but simply changing things
1: makes it more complicated, right? So even though they said, Well, we're gonna change things, shrink it, and make it easier, just the mere fact that they changed it and then didn't make it simpler made it more confusing. So
0: Right. And if you don't study this stuff, uh, uh, day in and day out, it doesn't make sense. So as as a guy who studies it for a living, it you can't really get there from here. It, mm-hmm. the, these things don't make a lot of sense, and the the unfortunate thing is most folks are. Probably in for a little bit of a surprise if you haven't been doing tax planning. So a lot of mm-hmm. times when we meet with folks, and tax planning is one of the six areas of financial planning, we say, "Hey, who helps you with your tax planning?" And they say, "Well, this person or this company prepares my taxes." And there's a huge difference between tax planning and tax preparation. Yeah. So if you haven't done, if you haven't been planning. Uh, you might want to plan on a little bit of surprise when you get your taxes prepared.
1: The other, just a couple other things that are making this year unique for Nicole before we kind of expand that question, itemized deductions. There's a whole section of those that's just gone now, right? The miscellaneous. Are there any miscellaneous left or is it all? All gone. All gone. Yep. Yep. So if you're used to, if you've been tracking some expenses that maybe were for your job that you weren't reimbursed for or miles if you used to take that and other things, yeah. Yeah, that whole section's gone off the itemized deductions. So
2: Mike hit the two biggest ones, the all of the unreimbursed job-related expenses. So that's everything from union dues to uh, any mileage that you're driving on your personal vehicle that the company's not paying you back for, uh, you know, any... Any of those out-of-pocket expenses, education, sometimes nurses or uh, ourselves, if, they're, if we're paying our own out-of-pocket continuing education, that used to be deductible, it's not anymore, that entire section of the returns uh, gone.
1: And then I would also, lastly, just say, if you are self-employed in any way, if you own a small business, likely you're not trying to self-prepare your return, but if you're self-employed in any way, I would just tell you, this is not the year to file your own return right there there are changes with deductions and there's a new deduction that you want to make sure that you get and you've never seen it before ever and it's huge it's huge and so um so don't
0: don't go it alone there if you're in that camp yeah, and there, when you talk about the, the takeaways, especially in the itemized deductions, the salt taxes, which is kind of like, say, an ATM machine, but um, <laughs> the state and local taxes are limited. So if you, if you have any kind of a, a real estate tax issue or any kind of um, you pay a lot of money in state taxes, you're going to get limited out there most likely it's capped out at 10,000 right so this is where um, as you are looking at these changes you want to have some awareness yeah we're gonna get into that in a little bit so okay so picking up on Nicole's
1: question. I thought, how could I make this more complicated? No, I'm just kidding. Ryan and I were talking a few weeks back about with all these tax law changes, again, it, it, how it was sold to us. It was sold at, for simplicity and for the middle class. Uh, personally, I think both of those might be um, a little facetious, but uh, people, whether people are going to feel more confident or less confident in doing their own return this year with all of these changes. Personally, I always get a little bit concerned. I've just seen, not because I don't think you can do it, not that I don't think you're smart. I just see how ridiculously complicated the the internal revenue code is and how your normal life is very complex when you're trying to put it on a tax return. I've just seen lots of examples of that. So um, I'm not sure where this fits in your situation, but let's talk about the major reasons why it'd be dangerous for you to prepare your own tax return. There are several here, but the first one is something similar to what Nicole asked, which is all of the tax law changes. Ryan, what, what would you say in addition to that? So yeah, tax
2: changes are, like I said, this is the biggest overhaul since the mid 80s. So, so we know that there's changes every year for tax law, and we're used to adapting to that, but this year is a, is a massive change. So, there's lots of new moving parts, there's just lots of changes. And like Kevin said, if we're not studying it every day, which most ordinary Americans aren't, there's stuff that they don't know, which is, which is normal. Um, so, the changes are a huge part. And like Mike said, our clients are smart, mm-hmm. most of them. Could handle their own tax return. It's not a lack of uh, lack of intelligence, but it's just it's a constant moving target that they don't focus their daily life on. Right. And, and
1: they that's where it just makes sense to offload some of those. Here's, here's just a real quick example. Ryan was interviewed by a local news station a few weeks ago and was asking a few things and he, he mentioned a couple of things that weren't yet cleared up with the IRS. Later that day the IRS came out and cleared them up. Mm-hmm. I mean I, so Thank it's, you. it's yeah. impossible to stay on top of this stuff. That's Ryan's job. That's our tax team. He He's got a whole team of awesome professionals here at KFG that help serve people in taxes and, and know this stuff. So what are the other big dangers? If you're going to try and prepare your own tax return, we're going to hit all of those, that and more. Come on up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. With
1: all of the tax law changes, how in the world are you gonna keep it straight? Is it, uh, is it a, a is it a minefield for you to try and do your own return this year? I, I think so, we're talking about some of the reasons. Thanks for being with us, this is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Here with me in the KFG studios, Kevin Corhorn and Ryan Fair, my name's Mike Bernard. Thank you to the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene as well as First State Bank for making the Wise Money Show possible. We are into a question from a fan of the show, Nicole. We've got a few more text questions we're going to hit later in the program. If you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. Call or text 574 222 2000. That's 574 222 2000. You can join the conversation on social media Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Just search Wise Money Radio. And lastly, online, wisemoneyradio.com. You can submit a question right there on the right, turns into an email, comes Right to me. So uh, glad to have Ryan back on the program today. Ryan is a certified financial planner, just like Kevin and I. However, Kevin and I, and Josh, who's usually on the program, are certified financial planners. We are generalists in, and, and, and actually, okay, generalists, but we specialize in connecting the seemingly disconnected parts of your financial life and putting them together and creating synergy. Ryan, however, is a CFP, so he understands that big picture, but he's an expert in taxes. He's a specialist in taxes. And he's a CPA. And he's a CPA, and so he understands that big picture, but that's not where he practices. Me and Josh, Kevin, we practice in connecting all those interesting pieces of your financial life together, creating synergy. Ryan focuses on the tax code and these really, really nerdy rule changes that they
0: always make. Right, and and so Mike and Josh and I manage relationships throughout the year and help people who are coachable and goal-oriented. And I'll give you a little example. Um, I was heading into Chicago the other day, and I know how to get to Chicago. So I took the toll road, and then I got on 80 because I was going to a place out by O'Hare. And then it dawned on me, maybe I should check my uh, my ways and and see, Waze is my app to figure out how I should go, and see which way I should go. And it took me up 94 through the middle of town and I thought this can't be right, but it didn't let me go around 294. So I realized that if I had actually put Waze on when I started, I probably would have taken 90 in and taken the Skyway and things like this. And a lot of times People do that in their financial life. They make the decision and they come to us and say, hey, can you give me directions? And you say, oh, you actually already made the decision. If you had made a different decision back here, we could have saved you a bunch of time, effort, yeah, energy, that, or money.
1: That, that, that's a good analogy. However, there's still some rerouting and recalibrating. Uh, and I still,
0: I, I still got there faster than if I had gone my way and so and so, this is the interesting thing When you come to a fork in the road with your tax situation, you have to decide, am I going to prepare my taxes myself, or am I going to delegate that to someone and have them do it? And what you want to do when you 're delegating is make sure you have someone who is a specialist. At preparing taxes and does it, um, doesn't just do it eight weeks of the year, but spends 52 weeks focused on tax preparation and tax returns.
1: Ryan, when did you start working 52 weeks? I thought it was closer to 40. Just I worked my 52 <laughs> weeks in the first three months of the year. i just kidding. Just kidding. So, Nicole asked the question uh, about, hey, is it more dangerous? Is it, is it trickier to prepare your own return this year? You know, the tax law changes created simplicity. No, they didn't. They created complexity. And so, we're talking through the biggest reasons why it would be dangerous for you to prepare your own return, even if you've done it in the past. The first one was all the tax law changes. Sure, the 1040 is smaller, but but it added how many new schedules? Six new Six ones. Six new schedules. So what you used to be able to do in one page now takes seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, ridiculous. Okay, the second biggest reason why I would caution you about doing your own taxes this year are missed tax opportunities. Right. So one of the big ones has been around for a few years, but the all of
2: the stuff still related to the Affordable Care Act... Everybody that has insurance through the marketplace there's a, a new level of complexity with just just by managing that and when you sign up for your insurance on the marketplace, you have to guess what your income or project what your income is gonna be for the year. When we do the tax returns, when you actually true it up with the with the government and what your real income was, how much of the premiums they should have paid and whatnot. There's a lot of planning opportunities when we're doing your tax return that can impact greatly your tax return and how much of that premium you either have to repay or how much additional premium you can get back from the government. Um, that ties into the final decisions on what you can do with either IRA, Roth IRA, health savings account, any the small business retirement accounts, the, the yeah. single 401Ks. Every year, we do lots of, or, or a good number of, of big, life-changing events for clients at tax time by mentioning those opportunities and just explaining the opportunities to clients so that they can see. And at that time, we can do an actual. We can give them exact dollars and cents. What it what it means to them in their refund or the amount due, and uh, th- it's awesome.
1: You, you know what I love? I, I love the. Uh, all right. Well, here's here's your return as it stands right now. And if you're fortunate enough, you're getting a refund of you know three grand or whatever it is. If you took that three grand and then maxed out your HSA, your refund would now be four grand. So are you interested in that? You could use this money, put it in your pocket, but put it in the HSA pocket and increase your refund even more. And and I, the value that's created there, that's pretty, that's pretty incredible. I've shared with you my three questions, and I'll remind you of them here. Every time you get your taxes done, you need to answer three questions. And I don't think you answer these if you're preparing your return yourself. The first one is is my return accurate, and do I know where every number came from? You're going to want to review that with a professional to make sure with all these changes, you've got an accurate return. The second question then is, what can I do right now to improve these taxes? And that's what we're talking about here. Missing those opportunities if you're doing them yourself. You don't know what you don't know. And then the third question is, has anything changed for this next year? And what should I start doing right now to make this next tax year even better? So, uh, this second biggest reason why it's dangerous to do your own taxes is you're not answering those questions. You're not you're not looking for those tax opportunities. And
0: and it, the software you know, uh, TurboTax is pretty uh, robust. It may or may not help you with some of those. And folks think, well, it will it will help me. But um, I I would I would hope that the the person sitting across the table from you as they're as they're processing uh, mentally, what's happening in your financial life and they're preparing your return, they're going to be able to see these opportunities even better than just yeah. just the software program.
1: The third reason why you really should not be doing your taxes by yourself this year is due to tax withholdings. And I, that one's very specific, but let me just say, um, I'll, I'll make it bigger and say because of tax surprises, but specifically withholdings this year.
2: Right. Yeah, this year, again, this is one of, this is, Probably yeah, one of the biggest changes for the year. So if you remember, back in December of 2017 is when all of these big tax law changes were released, and so part of that was the changes in all of the tax, uh, the tax percentages, the tax rates that everybody pays. So the IRS started scrambling after Congress released that and said, okay, we have to adjust our withholding tables for the payroll departments to make sure that they're. Decreasing the withholdings or changing the withholdings that are going to be required from everybody's paycheck. So last year in the middle of tax season, uh, February 2018, the IRS released the updated tables based on their, you know, kind of best guess or best rushed estimate, and that's what all the payroll withholding tables were updated for. So what this means is, you know, when you fill out your W-4 at work, you're telling your employer, hey. Use this table from the IRS. Use the one that says married and two exemptions. Mm-hmm. Use that one to do my to figure out how much to withhold from every paycheck. And that's what they do. That's what happens to your paycheck. And the the problem is there are no more exemptions right. in in the actual tax returns. And so it
1: has a lot bigger impact on the the withholding rates. So you didn't change anything. You're still working at the same job. You didn't fill out a new W-4, most likely, and your withholdings changed. And I told Ryan, Ryan disagrees with me, I think after this tax year, the IRS is going to take a look and maybe adjust their withholding tables again because just and this isn't fear-mongering. I just think they're way off. I think they're way off. And so there's going to be a lot of tax surprises I think. What about getting tax notices? Oh, I hate those surprises. We're going to talk about some other reasons why it's dangerous to prepare your own tax return and listener questions coming up on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name is Mike here in the KFG studios with Kevin Corhorn and special guest Ryan Fair. Thank you, Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett with REMAX 100 for partnering with us on the Wise Money Show. So far, we've been talking about tax law changes and how that created complexity this year. Therefore, how do you navigate? getting your return prepared this year. That's what we're talking about. If you have any questions, reach out to us. We've got several tax questions we're going to be hitting uh, later today as well as on upcoming shows. So reach out to us, 574-222-2000. You can call or text us, 574-222-2000. You can find us online, wisemoneyradio.com and all over social media. Every episode's on the YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that. You can watch us right here in the studio. Uh, It's all pushed out on Facebook. We do some Facebook Live and other things, too. So follow the show, connect with the show, and join the conversation that way. Just search Wise Money Radio on those mediums. Okay, so we're talking about the biggest reasons, the biggest dangers um, in filing and preparing your own taxes this year with all the changes and... Um, and lack of planning opportunities. And then this last one that we just hit were withholdings. Withholdings are different, and um, I think that's gonna give people a potential misconception. If your withholdings automatically dropped, you're gonna think, well, I used to get a $2,000 refund and now I owe a 1,000. Boy, I got screwed on this deal, right? Um, that's one way of putting it, Mike. <laughs> so but ultimate but but that's why I would suggest you work with a financial planner and you're looking at well how much tax did you actually pay?
0: Right. You want to look at your income in two thousand seventeen and what tax did you pay, your income in twenty eighteen and what tax did you pay? Because it is confusing. If you're used to getting a You know, $5,000 refund, and now you're only getting a $2,000 refund and you say, well, man, that tax law change was really bad for me. Well, you, you, actually what you got is you got an extra 250 bucks a month in your paycheck. Right. Whether you noticed it or not, some people are noticers. Some people pay attention to this stuff. Some people uh, are busy with life and kids and family and community and church and work, and and they don't pay attention. And there's incrementally more in the checking account, and they think, oh, that must be the raise that I got at the year-end. Right. No, that was already reflected. Um, this was just you having more of your money in your pocket to spend. I, we do a lot of
1: tax projections. The fall is very busy for Ryan. I feel really bad for him and his team. Aww. Um Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and, no better. <laughs> and as we've done projections, now, again, these are just projections, but as we've done projections, uh, you know, it was 19 out of 20 or maybe 29 out of 30, people when we're looking they're paying less tax so oh, so yes. when I, when I said earlier this this tax law change they sold it as simplicity and for the middle class and they really didn't follow through at least on the first one maybe not the second one either um, no I, I don't want you to think that the middle class or that you as an individual didn't win no you you likely won yeah you're gonna be paying less tax it's just your withholdings that's really what's what's going to influence whether you get a refund or not, and those changed, and you just need
0: to be aware of that. Yeah, almost everyone, as you just said, is going to be paying less in taxes, and there we get excited about that for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's your money. And, um, but I, I don't we don't have to go down that path right now that you are keeping more of your money and the immoral uh, taking of your money uh, is... is That's one way to say okay. it. Okay, <laughs> so it's... It, it, but but here's the deal. You have some found dollars. And so really what you need to be doing, after you compare your 17 to your 18, what, what did I make in 17, what I pay? What I make in 18, what did I pay? I have found dollars. So if you are one of those people that's running and busy and not paying a lot of attention. Pay attention, because these are dollars that could be going into your 401k and making that tax refund even bigger. These are dollars that could be used to fund a Roth IRA, an HSA, a 520, all these things that you want to be funding to help you reach your goals. These are found dollars, and if you're not tuning in right now, you might miss this opportunity. That's right. Let's, uh, let's
1: sneak in these last two big dangers of preparing your own tax return. The, the fourth reason why I would suggest you shouldn't prepare your own tax return this year is the risk of tax notices or audits. And, you know, I, so... The uh, Receiving a notice from the IRS, a love letter, doesn't necessarily mean you did something wrong. But let me tell you, when you get that letter that has the little IRS logo on mm-hmm. the left uh, upper left corner, you freak out a little bit.
2: Yeah. yeah. Automatic, I mean, that's natural response. I think you come out of the womb like that. When you, <laughs> you hear something about the IRS or notice, you automatically freak out. Uh, rule number one when you get a notice is... Don't freak out bad enough to just automatically pay it. Uh, nine times out of ten, or perhaps higher percentage than that, the notices are not correct. Uh, they they issue those notice ba- notices based on you know the best information that they have available, but they don't have everything available. And it, and also, you know, ninety some percent of the time, those notices you received are purely kicked out based on a computer. That is reviewing stuff for the IRS. It's not a human that's kicking out those notices and it's the computer. So, the the first thing we tell people to do if they get a notice is bring it in, send it to us, let us review it. We will look at it most of the time. It can be handled with uh, just correspondence. You can write a letter back to the IRS, explain what they missed or what they didn't see on the uh, their computers, and uh, you know, provide extra proof or the extra document, something that they're missing, and it's cleared up. Unfortunately, it does take a long time for them to clear it up. Uh, it's eight to twelve weeks later, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll write back and say, you know, thanks for your
1: correspondence, no further action. And that's what we hope for every time. If you're preparing your own return, though, do you have that confidence? I mean, For me, so I got one two years ago, and it was bogus. They were wrong about something, but I just gave it to Ryan. I just, and and I knew that I knew that if there was an issue, we'd handle it. And but I also knew the odds were that there was no issue, and he fixed it. And so, um, if you're if you're preparing your own return, I've had people, new clients, come in and say, "Hey, yeah, I got a tax notice once, and I'll never do my own taxes again." just because I hate that feeling. And so, you want someone, a specialist, like Kevin said earlier, on your team, not someone who's just doing taxes eight weeks out of the year, but that's their profession, that's their calling. And so, all right, the final reason why I would encourage you not to do your own return this year is the time that it takes and that lack of confidence that you may have in the final product. Normal life events complicate your taxes. I, I've got an example of that that just hit me this week. If we want to bring it up, but sometimes you don't even know that, and so the time and effort, and then just that lack of confidence. I would encourage you; you just should be working with a professional. Yeah, I. You know what? What's the real value of your time? How do you
2: put a How do you put a price tag on that? Um, funny example. Hopefully, my buddy Matt from church is is listening. Uh, <laughs> This is going to be the first year that we are doing his taxes, and last year he was talking to me about his process, and it just made me laugh. He's a, he's a teacher. His wife works outside the home, uh, and so Matt said, you know, hey, part of spring break, every year I go down to the library and I work, Base, I think he either said a full afternoon or a whole day, and basically gets everything pulled together and files his taxes, and I just had to laugh. I was like, Matt, what are you doing? You know, you could, yeah. you know, it, the the amount of time, especially... How long did it take you? Or how long do you think it would take yeah, you? It'll take me a half an hour. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, don't listen to this, yeah. but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has been to tax conferences, and they do this sort of speed test. Ryan is, is very, very talented, very gifted, very... Efficient. I've had family members though who have said the same thing. Yeah, when I used to do my own return, I would just take a day off of work and I would just get it done. Feels like work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Why would Mm -hmm. you do that? It's funny. So, so I'm, I'm all about being cheap and saving money, but yes, you are. Stuff like this. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I can admit it. But it's to me, if it's just, if it's just value of time, you, you got me, but, but, to me, it's also then that confidence. Absolutely. we w- when, when you're getting your taxes done and when you're um, managing your financial life, you need to have clarity and confidence. And then I would also add the creativity, the planning, the, the missed opportunities. You need to have those things so that you have... Um, So that you have confidence that you're on the right track, that you're doing the right things, that that everything is um, buttoned up, neat and tidy. And you're going to want that with your taxes, especially in light of all these changes. So, um, all right. We've got a couple of great questions, starting one from Rick here about whether you can continue to contribute to your Roth IRA in retirement. That and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies. Thank you so much for being with us. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, coming to you from the world headquarters of Corhorn Financial Group and the KFG Studios. My name is Mike Bernard. With me... Kevin Corhorn and special guest, certified financial planner and CPA, Ryan Fair. If you've missed anything, let me remind you. You can catch up on previous episodes in a variety of ways. I hear probably every week of someone who binge listens to the podcast. They just subscribe to it, and when they're in the car driving around, it's not consistent. But when they've got a long commute, they'll just throw that on. And uh, so wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Wise Money with Corehorn Financial Group. That's Corehorn with the K. Subscribe to it. You can share it and enjoy the content that way. Every episode is also on the YouTube channel. That is how I like to catch it. My kids roll their eyes. Um, but, uh, but you can follow the Wise Money Show on YouTube, just like the channel, just search Wise Money Radio. And then lastly, every show is on the website as well, and you can submit questions right there also. Just go to wisemoneyradio.com and there's a full media player right there. You can listen to the previous 10 episodes right from that website all right uh, before we dive into listener questions we had just covered the most common dangers why you wouldn't want to prepare your own tax return but um, just before we we started this segment Kevin shared one more yeah
0: I think when you think about who is your team and who is gonna be in your corner when you haven't an- Issue or team, squad, posse, uh, whatever you whatever they call that these days. But who's on your team? Because we have, every year there are several folks who try to file their return and can't file the return, and the reason is someone's either already claimed one of these dependents that they're trying to claim, and that could be a a, a son that. Had worked this summer and made a couple bucks and he's 17 and he filed a tax return not really knowing what he's doing and claimed himself. That could be in the situation of a divorce where um, it wasn't clear who got the child this year and um, someone claimed the child and shouldn't have. It can be in a case of fraud where someone grabbed your Social Security number and um, was was fraudulent.
1: That's a scary moment right there. We, mm-hmm. we, we help about eh, just a little less than 3,000 households in this area um, preparing their taxes. So that's no small number. However, it's a handful every year. I had it happen to a family member probably five years ago. Before, this was a little more common. Mm-hmm. And boy, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a spooky thing. And and so, what are you going to do? If, if the computer tells you that, what are you going to do? You know, for us, I just ask Ryan. <laughs>
0: Ryan's oh, we've like, got a process. I'm too busy. I mean, we do. We, yeah. we
2: see that every year, multiple times a year. And so, we've got a process of what needs to be done. Uh, Abby is our gal in house that handles all of those. And, um, You know, works with the clients to figure out, you know, what needs filed, how it needs filed, and what the next steps the clients need to take to, you know, resolve that and let the IRS know, hey, I think I may have been a victim of identity theft, you know, lock my account down, you'll get a PIN number from the IRS. There's just steps that you have to take. We've
1: been through it. Sad. That's the world we live in. However... Uh, you, you need to
0: be prepared and yep. you need to have a squad. You need to have a team in place to help you with that. Yeah. Make sure your posse is uh, aware. I mean, I, when I think the kind of the funniest and most amazing story about tax fraud is when they came out with a first time home buyer credit of about $8,000 back 10 years ago. And the uh, statistically, the, the folks that claimed that the most were inmates in prison. Wow. And um, these, they, the, the, the IRS actually, uh, you'd have to Google it, but I mean, the IRS paid out. I, I want to say. In millions, I, I want to sure. think it's way more than that. But they paid out a significant amount of money to people that just filed a fraudulent tax return. Because wow. you can file a fraudulent tax return, but as I tell my children all the time, you will always get found out. Be sure your sins will find you out. You will get caught, and the and the the punishment is not worth. The,
2: And the IRS has changed up some of their processes too now to avoid some of that stuff or help alleviate it. Uh, For example, if you're claiming the earned income credit, which is a huge area for fraud, it's basically a big tax credit for lower income individuals. A refundable. Refundable child tax credit, which means you can uh, earn income credit. So you can have zero tax liability and still get money back from the government. And so they don't start issuing any of those refunds until mid February even if you file in you know mid January they hold those and
1: take extra time for processing just to prevent some of those slipping through. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Kevin, that that's another reason why it's tricky and dangerous to prepare your own return. So let's dive into additional questions here. Rick's a fan of the show. He's 65 from Niles. Here's what he asked. For the past several years, I've contributed the maximum possible to my Roth IRA. Good job. Good job, Rick. I am planning on retiring later this year. Am I still allowed to contribute to my Roth in 2019? And will I be allowed to in the future? answer that we answer everything with is maybe.
2: So, Rick, first of all, you have to have earned income in order to contribute to an IRA or Roth IRA. Or one of the other benefits is if your spouse has earned income, you can do a spousal IRA. Mm -hmm. So, Rick, I would suggest you kick back and retire. Keep your wife (laughs) out there working. (laughs) And uh, no. But yes, you can you can contribute if you or your spouse has earned income uh, up to
0: the amount of your yeah. contribution in your household. Right. If your household has and and the the contribution limits changed this year, so if you haven't changed your contributions either to your four hundred one k or to your IRAs, whether it's a Roth or a traditional, so think Rick, it, this is a little bonus content. There are two ways to get money into a Roth IRA. One is to contribute, and as long as your household has income, earned income, earned income, yeah, yes. As I said, as long as your household has earned income sufficient enough, uh, so in your situation, Rick, it'd be $7,000. Mm-hmm. And uh, $7,000 of earned income if you're single, if you're married, if your household has $14,000 of earned income, then you can put $14,000 in as a contribution. But remember, there's always a conversion, and Rick, uh, thanks for the, the question being from Niles, make sure you stop in to our newly renovated Niles office right next to Honor Credit Union there across from Lowe's and um, get questions like these answered uh, by the, the pros we have on staff up yeah, there. Yeah, I'm glad.
1: We just had our open house there, so yeah, ch- check us out there in Niles. We love that community and we have increased our footprint in that community, wanting to serve all of Michiana, but have a have a location there. The other thing I would mention is, well, what in the world is Earned income. Well, right. your pension isn't. Your social security isn't. Drawing money out of your IRA or 401K isn't. That's all income. It's not earned income.
2: Investment it, income doesn't count either. Remember, so right. Interest, dividends, capital gains. That's not earned.
0: The rent that your tenant paid you. That's passive income. That's not earned income. Mm-hmm.
1: So there again, work work with a professional, but but hopefully that helped. Let me let's sneak another question in here from from Lindsay. She's She's 27 from South Bend, uh, doing a short-term loan from your 401k between jobs or another sort of emergency. What are the pros and cons? Is there a difference in withdrawing the money versus loaning, getting a loan for the
0: money? So, yeah, a- it's, well it, that that is a great question. It's it, there's a there's a problem. It seems because it, when you leave your job, if you borrow money from your 401k, so you're basically borrowing against the the funds in there, you have to pay it back. And typically, that's a five-year payback. And you can pay it back sooner than that, but typically, you just tip it on its side and you pay it back over five years. Well, if you leave, you no longer have a paycheck, so they're no longer able to deduct it from your paycheck. So... Typically, what happens is whatever's left on that loan balance becomes taxable income to you. And potentially penalized, which is also the other difference. I'm glad you bring that up, but
1: that's also the other difference within just taking the loan or withdrawing. Well, if you withdraw the money, then it's taxable. And if you're not 59 and a half, or it's not a qualified um, distribution, then it's going to have a penalty.
0: Yeah, you, if, if you... I mean, the way that you would do this is you would you would roll your 401k over to an IRA, and that would give you a 60-day window to take money out of your IRA and put it back. You get one 60-day window per year. 12 months, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's tricky. That, that's tricky. A, that's a great question.
1: And this is another reason why we preach comprehensive financial planning, because hopefully as you're contributing to your 401k, which is good for the long term, you're also contributing to your short term, your emergency fund and so on, and that you're strengthening the foundation of your financial house too. So great question, Lindsay. Also, Rick and Nicole. All right, that's all the time we have for today. On behalf of special guests, Ryan Fair, Kevin Corhorn, myself, and all of us at Corhorn Financial Group, have a great weekend. We'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn
0: Financial Group. Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA slash SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business has Corhorn Financial Group, KFG Wealth Management, LLC, and Silver Oak Securities Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.